the podcast for you, the real estate professional. This is One on One, the official Realty One Group podcast powered by One University. Welcome back to another episode of the one-on-one podcast. My name is Joshua Katz. You can see right next to me is my co-host, Kathy Baker. And you can also see that we are in person, which we normally are not. We are in Las Vegas at our annual summit event. We are also joined by my boss, my mentor, one of my closest friends, Corey Vasquez, our CMO, and also Mr. Mike Clear, our COO, CFO. And if you guys followed our podcast, what was that, a year or two ago? In Austin? Two years ago. Two years. Jeez, it's already been two years. Mm-hmm. We were all together in Austin, and we had a, a pretty fun episode, I would say. Lively discussion. Lively discussion, maybe a few drinks, some laughs. Um, so we're going to do a take two of that. So without further ado. And we get to share a mic. We are that We close. do, yes. Oh, yes. And we are also sharing a mic. Um, That's so, microphone, not me. Yeah, we are not I'm sharing not a mic shared. Um, And so if <laughs> Kathy and I, you know, get a little too close, it's just because of the microphone. Um, so let's get started. Let's do it. Um, welcome, welcome, Mike and Corey. Thank, thank you very much. So, what are you thinking of the week so far? Just give us a little bit of an of an overview of of how you think it's going. I think it's been excellent because I think it's probably our best speaker lineup we've ever had. Yeah. And sometimes the most famous people are the ones that attract people, but I think it's our least famous speakers that were the most impactful on their messaging, and really did a good job of bringing through our culture, our terms, our words into their presentation. I just thought yesterday was powerful and then today was super entertaining and gave people a chance to really see some thought leaders in various industries. Heavily weighted to sports because we're here for Super Bowl. Mm -hmm. Corey crushed it on stage doing interviews of Aaron Andrews and Peyton Manning. Mm -hmm. And you, at one point, I think Aaron was interviewing you as much as you were interviewing Aaron. But but (laughs) you did, you were so skilled and did such a great job. So I thought the message was powerful. Um, for all the sessions. That's interesting. That this, you think this is our best lineup yet? I got I, as far as their messaging, so. yes. Okay. Well, I think what was interesting, yesterday was so well aligned, and the message was threaded so beautifully with purpose and about being purposeful. And I think then you came in this morning when you talked with Aaron, and you talked about how proud you were of people showing up at one of the hardest times to show up. Yeah, correct. And that's such, a, that's such a commitment to our culture. That's such a commitment to the dedication to the industry and them investing in themselves. I think if we, to continue on, on Aaron Andrews and Peyton, they also are so, you know, they're not from our industry, but they're so successful in their own, and they're, and they're so articulate. And so you have, you get to hear Aaron Andrews' story, which is very inspiring to our network, to our industry. And then Peyton, obviously, we, you know, sure. we, this guy is just a genius. And the way that he talked about teamwork and the way that he talked about mentorship and coaching, and it just, it completely rolls over into the real estate industry. And, you know, I thought about Mike Clear as I was sitting there this morning, because the to me, Aaron and... Um, Peyton both, Erin was very gracious in taking so many questions. And the thing that this resonated through her story and how she's gotten to where she is in her industry was hard work and just that work ethic. And that came through from both of them. So we went from being very purposeful yesterday to being prepared. Well, I think people, you look at Peyton Manning and people are, well, his dad was an NFL star, so he was just born into this. Like it was good, good gene pool and everything else. And that has a lot to do with it. You you, like, you can't, that's there, but you're not going to get to the elite level he got to without the hard work and preparation. I think people discount that. I think they think people just do things easily. 
And then Jesse in between told a story about his Navy SEAL friend. And you saw that guy's picture. I don't know if you guys were there. I was like, I'm glad we live in America and have really scary guys like that to defend (laughs) us because, but his mindset of, I don't quit. I never get tired. I don't quit. I never get tired. I mean, you think about how many times you say I'm tired or how many times I say I'm not going to do it in this market. Our agents have to be resilient as crazy in order to say this will not define me. There's still, yeah, there weren't 5.3 million home sales or 6.2 as there was in 2021, but there were still four. And I'm going to go get my share of that 4 million home sales and make sure I outwork everybody else. And the people that show up here are people that are committed to their improvement, are committed to their craft. And and we'd like to see more of that throughout the network as I kind of spit all over the place. I know know you grew up with a farming background and I grew up with a farming background and you you work as hard as you can not to continue to live in a farming background. But I am just, man, I was knocked out by Aaron Andrews, especially talking about, you know, I worked until I, I just could not be more prepared. I, I could not work any harder. And I was like, you know, not that I, I necessarily need the validation of a workaholic, but I was like, that's what it takes. Well, you, you yeah. are a very hard worker. You that's what yeah. it takes. So, In man. fact, this is actually an intervention, not a podcast. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> There's a few of like you. <laughs> probably best at delegating and not working as hard. Yeah. You know, you too. <laughs> but I think, um, I think it's also, you know, Aaron talked about her uh, Fanatics clothing line. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that to me is just such... Uh, like will and wanting to do more and realizing there's a niche in the market. I mean, just just such a brilliant businesswoman. And I think that's something that our agents can utilize is like, all right, where's the niche in my market? Where? Like, oh, how, I love that. You know? Yeah. And I, yeah, I just, the other thing I, I want to speak, well, one, I'm just going to say it. I've had a crush on Aaron Andrews since I was a kid. <laughs> yes, you have. And two, like this podcasting thing is still new to me. And so Ryan and I were in the back. Yeah like just glued to her every word and her and the way she was moving. And I mean, she's, she's just a brilliant conversationalist. And so it was for, for me personally, like that was, it was just phenomenal. But that doesn't come easy. That's the hard no, work yeah. we're talking about. And what I loved about her and what I was not expecting from either she nor Peyton were, um, she doesn't differentiate herself because she's a one, a woman on mm-hmm. an NFL sideline. She differentiates herself by her hard work. Yeah, absolutely. So she, I, we didn't talk at all today about her being beautiful and blonde and gorgeous. And, you know, in a man's world, she, none of those words were said. Oh. She is literally, Literally, like I differentiate myself based on the hard work, the prep time, and how much I'm like super passionate about what I do, which is football. And and that's what makes we ask Peyton the same thing. Like, what makes a, a g- good agent from a great agent? And it's that. It's mm-hmm. you love what you do, and you're going to work really hard to do it. Well, and think what Jade told us yesterday. Like somebody tried to define her by her race, yeah. And, yeah. and and she's like, I assume you mean the human race. Yeah. Like, um, so it was people try to say they think well she's this or he's this or they define they put people in buckets and it you can't do that you have to rise and i think all of the messages john yesterday his message i mean it's you think about how much he overcame went to the edge of the cliff and screamed yeah. after the tragedy in his family yeah. and and so it's nothing can define you you define yourself you define your own success and it's mindset that gets you there. So then let me apologize because I've always put you in the math bucket. And I'm sorry <laughs> because you're more than a numbers guy. Mike. Yes, so I, you are yeah. heart and soul. You are marketing, your swag, your brand. You're more than a numbers guy. Well, thank I'm you. I, I already knew that. I'm but sorry. I appreciate <laughs> that people are finally starting to recognize that. Even though but, we're sharing a mind. But, Even no, though we're sharing a mind. But tongue in cheek, there, there is something there. Because what else did we hear this week? Leadership. Mm-hmm. And what's yeah. the messages we heard? 
have good people and get out of the way. Let your people go and leave. Can you and say do. that louder for yeah, people in the yeah, back? Yeah. Because <laughs> it is, and, and, and it resonates with me because I see that in our own leadership. We have to let our younger leaders, newer leaders, go lead, go mm. get out of the way. And if you will give you, I always say guardrails, and you can either fly down the Autobahn at 160 straight, or you can crash into the guardrails, but at least we're gonna put some guardrails up so people don't crash the plane and yeah. it burns and all that kind of stuff. So we, we, but you have to give leaders and people the ability to go and do, and I'm not the smartest guy here. Cuba's not the smartest one. You're not the smartest. It's the people that are in the organization that are the brilliant folks. We have to let them go and do and lead and inspire. And you, you will find this interesting. Um, when I had my offices, I had a brilliant manager and she came in one day and we were, we were friends as well, a lot of respect. We were friends as well as good coworkers. And she looked at me and she said, can I tell you something? And I said, yeah, she said, you'd be really surprised at what I could do if you'd get out of my way. Oh. And I said, okay, give me some examples. Mm. And my mom was a old bookkeeper. You'll appreciate okay. this. And she double redlined when something yeah. was balanced, right? And it that was clicking in my head. And, and Fran said, I'm probably not going to do it the way you do it. And it certainly won't be as well as you do it, but it'll be done. And it'll be done well if you'll give me a chance. And I said, I apologize. And I let her go. I'm going to tell you that was probably the biggest life lesson for me yeah. because not only did she do it well, she did it better because she thought a different process. She knew math better than me, Mike. But she came up with much better systems, much better tools, refining what I had done. That was such a lesson for me, and it was me having the confidence to let someone do it better. Yeah. And that's what real estate is today. Real estate is changing and evolving so quickly. We've had amazing speakers talking about AI, talking about wealth building, yeah. talking about more than just, you know, giving out pumpkins at Thanksgiving. And if we, in, as the, the sage, members of the, of, the, of the leadership or administration or real estate, whatever that is, if we can step by and um, yeah. remix and come up with, you know, allow people to grow. It, Like she said, you'd be surprised what I could do if you get out of my way. But I do also think that's that's part of the reason for this event, right? Yeah. Is we, yeah. we it's a crash course. It's two days of we want to get everyone, as many people in our network as possible under one roof. And we want to, like, you're, the perfect example is we have a, a one talk about AI. AI is not a, sorry, Savag, AI is not a new technology, but it is relatively new. And we already have one talks about it. We are, we are getting our network as prepared as possible. And I think that's a testament to our brand. Yeah. Yeah. So the trigger to thought in a forum group that I'm in, they talked about problem solving last meeting and they said, who's the best problem solver in your organization? And so we all had to be vulnerable. So I'll share my story for a second. I said, now don't take this the wrong way. I'm the best problem solver, but I don't solve all the problems because if I do, we have a problem. Right. So what I try to do is help others become problem solvers throughout the entire network because there's all kinds of problems and you have to build problem solving experts, I call them. So maybe I've had a little more experience at solving problems just because I've been in a leadership yeah. position a long time, but I sh we shouldn't be the ones solving all the problems. We have to empower others to go and do that. I think about your team specifically. We have people that are running the RevUp program. They need to go do that and run it the way they go do it and run it because they can. I think about Taylor and Arcadius, two of our youngest leaders and managers. They're solving problems every day. I think if all of our agents have to go solve the problems of their homeowners yeah. who are in the process of buying or selling a home, and if, every, if we just empower people to be better problem-solving experts, 
life will go very, very good. And you have to practice that craft every day, not just at a conference, but every single day. It's like a workout. Well, I was going to ask you, do you think, because I I believe strategic thinking is a gift. Mm -hmm. It's a gift of just like other gifts people have. Do you think it's a muscle? Do you think the more you let people practice that, the, the, the stronger, yeah. Yeah, there's the stronger some that, that are, muscle comes easier to. Uh-huh. There's natural leaders. Like Peyton said, I wasn't going to go, like I went in the huddle as a freshman and I overstepped, but there are people that I guarantee he was naturally a leader. Yeah. Every team he was on, people yeah. probably yeah. wanted to follow him. Now, he still had to refine that craft throughout every stage where he was the new guy or the young guy. He still had to, you know, refine the craft to make sure he. But so I think it's easy for some, but others have to work the craft. But everybody can always improve their strategic thinking. I think there's some that are more natural to that. And then there's some people that are in the weeds. Then there's some people that are really creative. But I think it's a balance of how you work And there's work some that, that don't have it at all. Well, right. Yeah. I mean, and that's what I was going to say to your to your metaphor. If you don't practice it, you get weaker. Well, of course, you know, anything. So I, you know, came, I, I came in one of my offices one day and we had these set of double glass doors and my OA, who was brilliant back end math, she did all those systems really well, but she's standing there with the maintenance guy and the something had happened to the AV and the air conditioner was blowing the first set of doors open. And she's standing there with the maintenance guy. And I said, so what's going on? She said, well, we got to adjust, adjust the doors because the air conditioner is blowing the door open. I said, okay, has anybody questioned what happened to the AV system (laughs) that, you know, it's now blowing a glass double doors open? And she went, oh, we should probably look at that. So that's my point. Instead of adjusting the door. Instead of adjusting the door, let's figure out what happened to the fan. Um, So, but I think that example of, I think you need to identify, especially realtors, whatever that specialty is, whatever that gift is, whatever that strategic thinking is, make sure you're developing that skill. Again, mm-hmm. we do a great job through education to provide for that, but it's a, it's a slippery slope with some people. It is. It's a, you know, I know we're going to keep, we're going to continue referencing the, the Peyton Manning, the Aaron Andrews yeah. speaks, talks, excuse me, talks, but um, Peyton, obviously we know is the king of the audible, right? We know yeah. that. But that, that is one of his strengths, right? Yeah. That's what he was he was able to – I mean, and actually, I don't want to go too far down the rabbit hole, but I was actually really interesting to hear his perspective on that. I know you were sitting right next to him. Yeah. But it wasn't – he he. I'm going to paraphrase what he said, but he basically said, like, yeah, it is a a sudden movement at, at, that, at the goal line, but it's also – he has these prepared in the back it's of his planned. brain. It is planned. Like, yes, it's a surprise, it's but it's also planned. planned. And so I guess it's yeah. like he – he knew how to play to his strengths for 17 seasons in the NFL. And I think our agents also, and then their managers, their mentors, their whoever need to know what are their strengths and how can I play yeah. to them? That, that was interesting to me too, because I, I, I love, I loved, I'm a Broncos fan, Denver. Peyton was okay. But I was always irritated by the audible because, and I love this because he called all of us out and said it, I wasn't winging it. Yeah. An audible is like yeah. looking at the defense and, and figuring out like it, this, what the plate we have canned is not going to work. Yeah. That's what we have to do in real estate. Like the play that we have planned, like we've talked a lot about, like, I think a lot of people think we're going to immediately rebound this year in the housing yeah. market. And that may not happen, probably won't happen. Well, the so, jobs report comes out, then it changes. Yeah, and, and then, then, then it this changes. comes out and it changes. And then the, and then the 60 so minutes talk changes. That. Yeah. And then right. everything changes. You've got to so have that can. backup plan, those two, three backup plans, and what you said too, and you said the coaching and the help and the mentoring and the friendships and the alliances on the other side to help you make those changes and adjust. Yeah. And something he said that was critical that I hope people did not miss was 
listening. You know, when he talked about it, I can't remember which player it was that came to him and said, hey, that guy's going way deep. Mm. You know, you don't need to throw deep, throw 15, you know, throw 15 yards and I can get it. And he immediately adjusted. And the two things that came out of that to me were, number one, I listened to him. I immediately adjusted because he knew the plan we had was not going to work. And that the trust that built because I listened to him. You talk about that all the time. Like you talk about there are times you just need to go shit this isn't working mm-hmm. so we need we need to just say well, I think it takes sometimes more courage to stop doing what you're doing oh, and shit, pivot then because everybody what they do is they keep doing what they're doing then they add on and add on and add on and then they're like i'm too busy i can't do it well stop doing the stuff that's not working and have the courage to say i'm brave enough to stop that because that's yeah. not working for my business but the rest of the story is when you do listen and you make that adjustment the trust it builds yes. and that was another thing when he was talking about teaming and he was talking about tony dungy and he was talking about some various things he was talking about to me what I heard the essence of every team he's been on whether it was college or or the Colts or the Broncos was trust mm-hmm. yeah oh, for sure. if you're oh, the new yeah. man on the team the old man for on the sure. team yeah whatever it is yeah. well yeah I mean if you look at the I think back through what were the common threads through all of the speakers you heard trust you heard perseverance you heard um, mental toughness or mindset yeah. you heard listening you heard, I mean, basic skills. These are not revolutionary. Nobody had to go to an Ivy League school to learn this stuff. This is basic stuff. So sometimes get out of your way, stick to your core values. We have them in the six C's. We have them in the B golden. We have them everywhere to yeah. remind people, let's just stick to the basics and we're going to outwork everybody else in the industry and do better. Yeah. And uh, so we obviously we wanted to have Mike and Corey on this because they're two of our favorite people in the company. But we, I, will, I think this is the only time I've been asked back, so I'm obviously not that favorite. <laughs> it's not as fun so far as it was the last time. So well, yeah, we, if I'm just if I'm being honest, we brought Corey and Mike on because they're you know differing personalities creates for some quality content, which it hasn't happened yet. So, but we were, were all in Miami for our, our leadership uh, base camp event in October, and Mike spoke on um, like shifting your mindset a little bit. Um, in this shifting market. Yeah. So I kind of wanted you to speak on that yeah. just briefly. Um, but we saw it here today. Right, Corey shifted did. her mindset yeah, that I'm more than just a numbers <laughs> guy. So we already heard that. True. That was an example of a shifting mindset right there. See, Corey, you set the example for me every day. I said the word, the mindset didn't shift. I'm no. still adjusting to the math. <laughs> I'm still adjusting to the math See, bucket. This is I, the content I'm looking for. A math bucket. That's something like you and I never want to be in is a oh. math bucket. Mindset. 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 I hate that mindset's like a trite word that people use because it's, I don't want people, and we heard it so many times on stage today, it could have been a drinking game to be fair, but it's not, it's not something to take lightly. It's something you have to work at every day. And I found myself these last couple of days, like getting tired and getting worn out and frustrated with people. And so you have to constantly adjust. And I can imagine our agents too, same thing. Like I'm tired of working with buyers who can't find homes and I'm tired of sellers who won't sell or list and like this up here is tougher the toughest muscle in our body if we use that for good we can do amazing things but we have to say i'm not tired this doesn't hurt today i'm not tired this doesn't hurt like jesse running 100 miles i mean it's crazy what you can make your body do but you can never make your body do it if you don't have that or this is hard but i can do hard things exactly sure and and to your point it's a muscle so it has to be worked every single day exactly gosh darn it mike i can lose 40 pounds as you're eating french fries no i can do it i really can do it um but i do think that this 
event is such a, I know for us, it's such a refresher. Like we go home and we're inspired and encouraged and, you know, ready to conquer the world. But I, I, I hope our attendees feel the same way, you know? I hope so too, because they've made an investment, especially like mm-hmm. I said, this year they've made an investment to be here and to be coached and to learn and to listen. And man, I just hope they go home and realize and then spread the word how great it is because it's a thing. But I will say, Corey, we had you and Savag on um, one of the few episodes ago to promote the event. And, it, and we kind of talked about pastimes and, you yeah. know, whatever. And you had a comment where you said, if you can gain just one referral, yeah, it will make the entire event worth it. And you kicked ass on stage today because you basically had everyone stand up and get a referral. And it was, and the thing that was hilarious is you couldn't get them to stop talking no, basically. They like they, stop. Yeah. I couldn't get control. But I just thought that that was so yeah. indicative of our network and our industry. And it was like, they, they were just, they were up off their, you know, out of their chair and just mingling. Because here's the thing. This event is not about us. Like we work really hard and it's a thing. This event is about them. And if, if I can get them to Re, be repassionate about what they do. Go back home mm-hmm. like we are and love what they do. And then make referrals and work and say like, and, and you said it earlier, every speaker speaks to somebody differently. Oh, yeah. um, and some may not speak to you at all, but if you have that one speaker that makes you decide when you go home, I'm going to work a little bit harder because I'm going to be different. I'm going to be the difference between me and the next agent. Then we've done our job. Yeah. Cool. So. You could see people at the same moment, one person laughing and another person crying because it meant something different to them. So we have a bunch of unique entrepreneurs in that room that are real estate professionals and it's it's different for everyone and what their motivations are are different. And they're in the same business, but they're all so unique in how they approach their business. And at the end of the day, they're all entrepreneurs. They're all their own CEOs trying to run their own book of business. I agree. Um, I want to because I know you guys have still have more to do at this. This event isn't quite over. We just grabbed you guys very briefly, but I do want to slightly plug next year's summit. Um, So I'm sure it seems stressful. I'm sorry. I know, but please. Okay. (laughs) Please. Okay. Once we get home, please take a week off, but I will say, I don't, I don't, I love how I'm, she's my boss and I'm telling her, please take a week off. Maybe I have something to say about that. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Corey, do you want to tell basically if, if anyone hasn't seen our, our marketing collateral or our social media in the last month, this, as of right now, this is our last, potentially our last summit in Las Vegas, which is bittersweet. Yep. Um, Where are we going next? If you're not good at change, if you're not good at moving and adjusting, don't come to Realty One Group. (laughs) Because we we love Vegas. We were founded in Vegas. Um, Kuba, our CEO and founder, has said, like, let's change it up. And I do love this about him. And he's made me be a different person almost entirely. Um, And so we're thinking Miami, Florida next year. And I think the reason for that, just to be clear and specific, international mm-hmm. like we are now in 20 countries and we're just going to keep expanding and growing well right and it's an international local, hub and yeah. international hub and it, it seems to make sense so that's where we're going but why i prefaced it with changes that could change <laughs> <laughs> as of right now as, as of, of right now, now as of 4 14 p.m las vegas but we can say we like i know i mentioned it earlier we did have a smaller leadership event there in mm-hmm. october and it was a huge success um the, the the city was amazing i thought it was very uh on brand for realty it one is. group it um is. And so I do think it will be yeah. a fun adventure. Yeah. So if that's where we land. If we're, we're anywhere, it's going to be a great event. Yeah, yes. Absolutely. The city oh, is just 
That's a great city, point, Mike. You know, so yeah, we'll make it a, Colorado. Yeah, yeah, there. Ooh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I spoke too soon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what we're we're heading for, I think. And so we'll we'll keep everybody posted. But now's the time to get excited. Honestly, when you yeah. leave here with that momentum, and be like, "Yep, I'm doing this again next year. Amen. It's worth it." And and you know, the the industry can be in a completely different place this time next yeah. year. And it so, will be. Yeah, it will be. No, no matter what, it will yeah. be. No doubt. Every day is different. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, I don't want to take any more of your guys' time. I really, really, really appreciate you both joining us. Um, it's so nice to be in person it with is. everybody. Absolutely. It's nice to be this close. Yes, it really I is. I know. You, sure? um, you should always share, Mike. <laughs> no way you're never together. <laughs> um, well, thank you both. Uh, thank you to everybody who was participated in Summit. Um, and we hope to see you all next year. And if you're watching this podcast and you're not with us and you're like, that sounds like a pretty cool place, mm -hmm. just reach out to learning at real21group.com. Yep. We, I'll personally reach out to oh, you. How about you hear that? that? All I, personal I get those. Emailing. I get those. I get I'm those emails. Wow. So I'd love to talk to you about, about who we are and what we do. Awesome. Thanks, guys. Thank Thanks. you. We thank you for joining us today on another episode of One on One, a Realty One Group podcast. We are powered by One.U and ask if you have suggestions, recommendations, or questions, please email learning at realtyonegroup.com. And remember, pay close attention to the details. Listen to understand not respond, and always be a resource, not a sales pitch.